This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Uh, might not have anybody tuned in right now, but uh, I'm going to wait a little bit and see what we can do. Bring some more, bring some viewers on. You know, we're going live right here at seven o'clock and we'll get the ball rolling. Going to do a little promo right now and uh, get the ball rolling. To hell and back is in the job description. Roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Chasing the Tide. Uh, we're live tonight. We're going to have a few of the winners from this past weekend's Ray Del Mar event um, in Corpus Christi, Texas, put on by Fin Factory, uh, Kai Shock down there in uh, Corpus, and also one in the Valley. Um, we originally scheduled to have three anglers on tonight. Unfortunately, one of them is uh, on duty tonight. Firefighter, thanks for your support. Um, and everything, all that good stuff. Eric, uh, if you could jump on, I hope hopefully we'll get you on. But uh, we're gonna start things out tonight. I see we got some viewers. Uh, please comment, uh, give StreamYard uh, permission so your your name will be shown. If not, it's gonna show up as Facebook user. And uh, if you 
do happen to notice that, just type your name in also on your questions if you have any questions or comments, and uh, we'll try to get them answered. But uh, we're going to go ahead and bring up our couple of our guests on tonight. We have uh, Chris Castro and Thomas Bulger, Tombo, an OG. So we're going to bring Chris on and Tombo on right now. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing tonight? Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Good to go. Tombo, how you doing, man? I'm uh, rested. Rested. <laughs> rested in the air conditioning. <laughs> pretty, pretty wore out, huh? Yeah, yeah, but a good wore out. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good cashing a check. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. Well, we're gonna get kick we're gonna kick things off here and talk a little bit about the tournament and uh you know things changed with that. As y'all know, um I was unfortunately wasn't able to fish the event. Um but originally that's a that's a dual event. Chris, you wanna you wanna talk a little bit about oh who was that? Nah, you want to talk a little bit about that event, Chris, and kind of give everybody a, the download if, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. Um, so Ray Del Mar, definitely the only one that's set up like this in the nation that I know of. Uh, maybe even in the world, if we can even, we'll have to investigate that. But yeah, for really sure. unique tournament, you know. Uh, Ray Del Mar, King of the Sea, it sort of uh, brings together both uh saltwater styles of fishing and and to crown a king you know so obviously here in the saltwater we are always inshore or offshore uh corpus has got that unique fishery to where we can do both and uh mike has uh done a well good good job great idea to put it all together for uh the kayak fishing community here and he chips it off every year except for the last couple years for obvious reasons but typically this is an annual tournament and um it's awesome man to be able to say like to go out there and prove your your what you can do inshore, and then whip it back whip it back offshore uh, for a title crown is uh, is pretty unique, man. And that's basically what it comes down to: bring us your offshore fish, bring us your inshore fish, and prove that you are uh, Ray Delmar, King of the Sea. That's right. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it, it's a great concept. You know, I you know I fished the first of the the, the few years we had it. I think we. We had a break last year, correct? We didn't. We didn't have one last year. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah, I can't remember the exact. I mean, was it because of it? Probably. I don't know if it was COVID or if we had hurricanes or what happened. It's last one year of them was deals. just funky. It's pretty yeah. funky. And Tombo, actually, you, you in the fished? last, I think yeah, the last COVID. time we had it was 2000. It may have been longer. Might was have it been 18? 18? So yeah, been that's the last years. time we had it. 18. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. 17, 18. Tombo, you fished some of those original ones also back in the day, the first couple yeah. Radio Mars, I believe. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I won more raffle tickets than anything. <laughs> yeah, for for those in the know, Tombo is the raffle king. <laughs> <laughs> if he's buying tickets, you might as well just put yours away. <laughs> What's your strategy there, Tombo? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the times, the, the the money for the raffle tickets, you know, a lot of the raffle prizes are donated, and then. It's like an organization like Heroes on Water. Is that I'm just looking at his donations. If I get anything back, a little trinket, I'm I'm happy, and I give it all like Heroes on Water anyhow. And, True. Uh, and I'm a type of person that goes to a uh, you know, casino with slot machines. I'm looking for the the ten cent ones. I just like to hear the noise. That's like my wife. She gets on the penny slots and just ding 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 ding. ding. I'm like, no, send me to the old bar seven with the, the dollars and let me win some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything. I went fishing anyhow, and, and it's a reunion as such. When I yes, see a bunch of friends. 
And yeah, and that's what's cool about all these tournaments too, the camaraderie and everything. We can't harp on that enough. Um, but but yeah, this 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 tournament series has been a unique one, you know, with the dual uh dual days, you know, one day offshore, one day inshore, redfish targeted, and then the offshore tournament. Um I know the last one that we in that, that, that Mike had had great conditions for the, the offshore days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unfortunately this year we did have a uh, Hurricane Grace in the, the Gulf of Mexico. We had some pretty large uh, ground swells from that, you know, uh, seven, eight foot at uh, nine, ten seconds. Good Lord. Kind of uh, made it uh, very uh, – <laughs> it was not possible to, to fish in that and do surf launches safely and stuff like that on the water. Definitely uh, caused them to regroup. Mike did a good job and then it made it a two-day inshore event. Um, so, yeah, you want to go over a little bit about uh, – how everything panned out for you, um, Chris. Uh, Chris was the uh, day one total weight winner. Yeah, yeah. I lucked out and uh, did a little bit of homework uh, about two days before. And um, I don't know, I probably fished more tournaments this year than I, in a good while, at least in the last three, four years. Uh, so I picked up on a few just environmental patterns, and I just kind of said, you know what? This may play out like a, a specific leg day on the PRL, for instance. Um, and uh, I just kind of lined up my strategy based on not necessarily notes, but just remembrance from those exact conditions and certain things going on back in those waters. So um, I just kept it simple, man. I, I knew I was going to have to be on the move, but uh, I just I wanted to get all my fish right around the nine, ten o'clock mark, at least to feel a comfortable lead. And then from there on out, I I was just planning on grinding. You know, it's always a grind a little bit past that time. And you're just moving around covering ground. And, uh, I was actually, uh, I I got on my early fish. So I felt comfortable. That that always makes me feel comfortable when I do that. Like it just kind of takes a little bit off the tension, right? It at least tells me or helps me uh, to tell myself that, all right, well, I've got some fish now. Let's just see if, uh, I can look for some better fish. Um, so I just went cruising around, man. And what I noticed from day, uh, one for me, at least was a lot of these fish were moving into uh, deeper areas where I couldn't really see them. They would just do little things where it's like, it looks like a deep wake, like a fish is deep in the water and mm-hmm. moving, you know? And I was, I was just sight casting opportunistically like that. And a lot of times there was nothing there, you know, and, and sometimes there was, and I spooked them. And I just got lucky, man. I got lucky with two two decent ones. Uh, one of them was just kind of chilling on a little muddy flat area, and the other one was I uh, posted a video about it. And yeah, you can't really that. see it. You can't really see it on that, but like on the raw GoPro footage, you can actually see a little wake sort of build yep. up. So then I kind of pulled back, flung out, and it ended up being a red that was coming towards me. Yeah, it was pretty uh, much in, right in, outside in your kayak. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was it was pretty intense, man. It was fun, you know, to see that. And that was actually a uh, big red for day one. Yeah, it had a funky eye on it. I'll have to release that picture here. It, it had a weird looking eye. It looked like a, a zombie eye, reptile yeah. eye, or something. Yeah. I don't slit, know, it's... like a slit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, um, Chris, your weight for that day was what thirteen point three one. Um, you know, it was a live weight event. Did you have any penalties for? Yeah, I had a half pound penalty. Yeah, one of mine did not um, make it. It was, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I've changed stringers um, 
and I've had a lot better success with this new stringer. <clears throat> and so, um, I'll, and I'll talk, I guess we could talk about that later if, if you want, but, um, it just kind of allows a fish to go a little deeper when they want to. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of help them stay cool. You know, you're out there in these areas where I'm at, it's, uh, the water can warm up in certain spots and it's, uh, you know, it can do a little number on the fish, not to mention just overall stress, yanking them and pulling them. And, and we're using motors now. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like I'm losing a little bit more fish to having motors. And I don't know if it's because of the lack of oxygen when I'm pulling them at a fire, faster speed mm-hmm. or it's just maybe overall stress. I, I have no idea, but I'm losing them and I'm definitely. trying to figure it out. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely some stress, especially this time of year as the during the day, the flats warm up a lot quicker too. Uh, water temps in the 90s or, or, or you know, it's, makes it tough on the fish on a stringer in the first place but as you're saying yeah stringer i know tombo had posted uh some on facebook today about that talking about his fish and, and stringers and uh, i had you know there's quite a few people chimed in on that also but yeah um you know side casting you know opportunistic cast you know deeper wakes and all that looks like it paid off for you chris uh throwing uh what were you throwing you know if you don't mind sharing that with hey, yeah no i was uh, throwing those am uh lures i threw both uh boca chica and am but I man, it's so like so. I've been a big Boca Chica thrower for the past couple of years, um, but AM has really—it's a good bait, man. It, it's built well. It lasts. Uh, the scent is uh, a little potent. Yeah, it's pretty. But fun. garlic is um, is unique, man. I, I don't know. I I just feel like it'll turn a fish around, like you guys just saw in that video I yep. released. Um, and, and, and I'm just, I'm sold with AM fishing. I, I used, um, I don't know their technical name for the, the pattern, but it was a purple with sort of like a white ish, uh, transparent underbelly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Purple storm or something, so, something like that. Like that. Yeah. 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 They got a unique bait. It's, it's definitely got like a swim bait body, but with a curly tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely get some action when you pop it or, you know, burn it through the water. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty good stuff, man. Uh, so yeah, thirteen point three one, and then uh, we had a Michael Hansen was in second uh, with thirteen point one three, but uh, we also got Tombo on tonight. He was third place on day one with twelve point four seven pounds, and you know what, combined with uh, the his two day total um, with a fifth place fifth place finish with a eight point seven zero. Tom was your overall winner. He was the, the, the big, the big kahuna. <laughs> mm-hmm. OG, uh, the mm-hmm. OG himself right there. It goes back, uh, <laughs> way back. How long have you been paddling Tombo? Uh, I figured you'd ask me that question. So I tried to remember. <laughs> you need to take some ginkgo before these ginkgo biloba. Yeah. There was no ginkgo <laughs> when I started paddling. Oh I yes. I think about 93 is when I started. I didn't start in it to go fishing in contests. It's just just the opportunity came up, and then I just enjoyed being on the water. And then one thing led to another, and then uh, after three boats, I'm done with that. Yeah, bust out another thousand. My tournament partner's learning that firsthand right now. I had a steering go out last weekend. (laughs) And then uh, I used to live. I started in Louisiana, but I kept kept driving to. Texas to see my relatives and go fishing out here. And that's, that's what I did. I moved out here to Rockport. And then, uh, how many years I've done, I usually have to do the math from 93 to now. 
I don't know. Yeah. Something years. Yeah. A long time. That's a long time. A lot of uh, a lot of time on the water for sure. Oh, every, every bit of it was a lot of fun. Every Do you see? Can I ask you a question, Tombo? Yeah. Since you've got a lot of um fishing experience or at least beginning experience over there in Louisiana. Do you, do you, does it translate over to Texas fishing? Is it similar in ways? Um, the style of fishing I like is the marsh and you got it in both places. Uh, I think it's all about the hunt. I just finally figured out one day, I just like the hunt of the, of the fish and then I catch it and thank it and go on, try and hunt for the next fish. Mm -hmm. And, uh, doesn't always work out that way, but when it does, it sure is a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. And yeah. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about your your both of your days, Tombo. Um, well, I, I just kind of just on that for something. I would not have won this contest if they had the offshore event. It just kind of worked out that way. Yep. And then uh, sometimes the blind squirrel can find the nut type of thing. And so I'm not complaining, but on, on Saturday, I had a place in mind. I don't normally fish there because it's a long paddle. And it uh, takes a lot out of me just to launch, just drag my kayak and my gear, and then I can't get that close to water. But once I get on the water, it was, it was good. And then uh, start out the day talking to my brother in heaven and saying, you and me, brother. And he, you know, I say, give me the thumbs up and then. He says, don't drown or fall in the water. But uh, I went to my marsh and uh, the water was up a little bit. It was up higher than Sunday. I could, I could paddle over the, the entrance to this marsh. And then as soon as I got in there, I can hear the redfish blowing up. And, oh, I tell you, it just gets my blood going. And then and it just, and, and I caught some fish that were like 21 and 22. I won't really wanted to see what they looked like because I was looking for a uh, tag for a boat. Yes. <laughs> you don't ever pass that up. And then exactly, I found them in a, in a one place. Uh, the fish were about 25, 26 inches, all of them. And then uh, I left, and then uh, one of the fish died on the way in. And that's why I made that post. I'm, I'm tired of my fish dying, you know. And I had both fish die on me on, uh, on Sunday. Except for the flounder I caught, and the biggest flounder I ever caught. I, I wasn't entered in the flounder pot either. I just wanted to have a live fish to weigh in. So just tell me what it weighs. And then, How much was that one? That was like three and three quarter pounds. Yeah, that's a solid stud flounder right there. That's definitely <laughs> there. Yeah, but for it was, sure. It was all side casting. And uh, I'm fishing in water like eight to 10 inches deep. Yeah. And I'm using my. Everybody's got their go-to rig, and I think I've caught 95% of my, my, my fish on one fishing rod. And I, I kind of blame Mike Morales on the stuff I brought. He says there's a limit of four fishing rods, so I brought four fishing rods. <laughs> guide in the way. 
and then I have a little gulp uh, chartreuse mullet, like three inches long, and that's my yes. standard issue stuff. Never wet a line on the other three rods. And uh, look what happened. <laughs> twitch, twitch, pause. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what What was the... Uh... Chris, you ended up winning a kayak, correct? Yeah, yeah. I ended up... Uh, so... Um... I think it was a total of about a little bit over 3k worth of cash and prizes. The kayak was a hoodoo. Oh, I can't remember the name. And it's, I don't know. It's a new one. A new um, one. It just came out recently. Uh, it's um, yeah, it might be the impulse 13, six, I believe. Yeah. It's got the, the Kahobi style drive in it. Mm -hmm. also. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. Pretty neat Tombo little kayak. Was, Almost looks yeah. like a Revo sort of yeah. like the whole. Yeah. And Tombo, what'd you end up with for the overall? Uh, uh, but I'm gonna guess it's more about 24 and a half pounds. Yeah. What and were the prizes for the overall prizes? It was a uh, the Hobie Pro Angler 14. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and some cash, and yeah, uh, and I won some raffle prizes too. There you go. <laughs> Stuff I needed. Who knew? You know, I I needed a uh, little little things. You know, someone's talking to me. I needed a rope for my kayak. Mine broke on Saturday. And then I pick one up, and then, jeez, uh, I'm still, I still can't believe what I did. And then first person I called was my wife. I sent a picture of the uh, the kayak because I guess what I got. And uh, she she was not going to call me back. She probably knew I was going to be on stage or something. Had the phone go off. I don't know. Yeah. But I had, had I couldn't tell her. I had to show proof. <laughs> oh yeah, You're like hey, check but, this uh, out. It, it, it's still pinching myself. It just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Every time. I mean, anytime you get on the podium, and I can speak for Chris too. We've been on quite a few this year, and I, I still get the bubblies and the tinglies every time I get up on that stage, man. And I think if I don't there's get nothing excited, like it. If I don't get excited about that, it's time to quit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then everybody you meet through it, and you know, you just yeah. can't say it enough. You know, it's camaraderie. It's it's a reunion sometimes. I'll yeah. go up to Galveston or, or, or outside of Houston, and then I, I see friends, you know, once or twice a year. But I've been seeing them for years. <clears throat> and then uh, I have more friends every time I do it. <clears throat> but can I say one thing? Yes, sir. The, the When I got up there with that silly outfit on and the, and the <laughs> hat and the robe and stuff like that. And uh, I looked for a picture. I couldn't find one. <laughs> Mike's got him somewhere for yeah. probably for a bounty or something i gotta pay him. <laughs> but, probably uh, so but afterwards everybody there was, was real happy for me and i was I, that was why i was blowing away was that the support and then uh especially that back row in there man they were hooting and hollering over anything yeah uh but they're all people i know and then one day it'll it'll sink in a week or two and i'll, I'll be able to Heck, I'm gonna ride that horse. Never mind. I'm gonna ride that thing all year. All year. I never win anything like that. That's ride it, people. I'm ride, ride it. it. Yep. 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 Let everybody else jump on that cape. You told them. <laughs> yeah, I, I told them. They asked us for a speech. I said, first thing come to mind is just never give up. Yep. I always tell myself, Tombo. Sometimes, like I look at kayak fishing, and I sometimes I feel like um, it's a young man's game. But when somebody like you takes, you know, that I have a lot of respect for, and I know a lot of people have respect yeah. for you, go on stage, you know, I, I I don't know. It's just like, it's exciting to see, you know. Um, 
So I think a lot of that comes from. I mean, I, that's you probably had one of the biggest cheers I think I've seen all year. <laughs> you know, um, and I don't. And I took it. I don't know. A lot of people didn't see this, but I, t- I took a knee. <laughs> And bowed like, in front of him. Like, I don't know if anybody captured that. I but remember, yeah, 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 yeah that was worried. me, man. I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah, the king. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it was just fun to see you up there, man. And uh, I think that you're you're just you're setting a bar for all of us. You know, uh, like we were saying earlier. You know, I I hope I can do this for a long time. You know, sure. Uh, I hope I'm as almost. blessed as you are, dude. And 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 I think that's. Uh, I think there's a lot to say to that. So. Yeah. The the. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm, I'm getting blown away again. <laughs> uh, just, just don't mind me, I guess. You're fine, man. You're oh, fine. Yeah. It was exciting to see you up there, though. I'm, I'm happy for you. Stoked for you. And don't leave, Don't let the uh, us not having an offshore as an excuse. You conquered nope. both. Know, uh, you conquered the sea that day. You know, nobody was going to be offshore, so. I think it was it's, meant to be almost, you know, everything, yeah. everything came to, and I didn't know I had any chance of winning if you guys like you were ahead of me. And then I saw some bigger fish. I didn't know who caught them. And then Mike gets up there and he talks about, this is a, a good person and this and the other thing well, that described almost everyone in the room, you know, it, it described everybody in the room. And then he says, uh, something about, I don't know anybody who's been fishing longer than this guy has in a kayak. And I went, uh Oh, <laughs> I up and then he announced my name. I was like, "Geez, I'm a surreal." Yeah, that's it. That's the word. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. uh, and the next contest I enter, uh, I'm gonna have fun doing that too. I'm going fishing. You know, that's the way I look at it. If I get something yeah. back for it, you know, it's even better. It just sweetens sweetens that. Puts a yeah. cherry on the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh, do you remember the first time you ever got on stage? Gosh, I think it was in Matagorda. It was a contest sponsored by uh, Cabela's. Hmm. And uh, I had never fished Matagorda before, and I had to follow somebody else that, that, that so we know where to go. And then they took off in front of me. I had to catch up with them. And then they were going to go one place. And then I figured out where I was. And it's well, well, like all kayakers, we all go in different directions and then find our own way. And then I went to a spot and I caught, uh, there was one fish weighing and I caught a fish that weighed uh, a little bit more than nine pounds. Wow. And then I had a, a one of those little stick on things on my uh, fishing rod. I had it on it wrong because it said 25 inches. And I got to the weigh in, it was 27 and a half. <clears throat> and then it was nine pounds. Uh, I got, I got really hooked after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt. First time you go up, man, it's you try and replicate it. It's special. And, and I, I did an offshore contest. I think it was uh, Kevin Kishnick did it, the uh, Blue Blue Water Kayak Classic. Yes, yes. And then uh, that year they had a uh, category. The only category they had was for King Mackerel. And I think it was dirty water up to like 10 miles offshore. You go out to the rig, and I, I caught a uh, cobia hanging around the rig. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's game over once you do that. You got it. Oh, yeah. Man, to make sure that thing, I heard all kinds of stories about them things on a boat, much less a kayak, and then had to make sure it was tied up and and quiet and put in a hull and then uh, brought it back to the weigh-in. And no one caught any kingfish. It's just the water's too dirty. And then I want a a kayak with a raffle ticket. That's that's why I got the raffle tickets. 
<laughs> Take advantage of that one. Buy some raffle tickets. I, I, I'm an expert at that. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a bunch of That's all I can say. That's where it began for both things, the raffle and the podium stand. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Man, awesome. Yeah, thanks for everybody tuning in. You know, we're, we're still rolling along here. We've got a you know, little bit longer. I didn't want to keep everybody too long. You know, it's the evening here. Getting a little later. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that's a big deal. Two days staying consistent and, and uh, coming out on top. Tombo, solid, solid job. Solid job, Chris, on your win. Um, you. you know, we, we'll, we'll go into a little bit deeper of what we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, I know some people out there might have some more questions. Tombo posted something about stringers today. So um, you want to share, uh, you know, what you found out lately, Chris, what stringer has been working out for you and, and what you've seen? Yeah. So sorry, I'm chewing on ice. I shouldn't be doing that. It's all good. Um, Whistle. Uh, Poco actually got so well, let, let me rewind a little bit uh, during the PRL tournament, which. Uh, we competed with against you a lot here this year, uh, Dustin. Um, I, I've had two weigh-ins, maybe maybe three, uh, where I'm at least bringing in one dead red, and so it's been an issue. You know, um, I I feel like when I'm not competing, oh, they're they're alive, but when You're I kicking. do compete and I need them, they, they're just they die on me. So um, he got me a uh, uh, the stringer that Ryan Cash makes from uh, Keep Reeling. Yeah, Ryan Cash and, is in the uh, comments right now. What's up? Is, is he here? How you doing, yeah. Ryan? So yeah, I've been using his stringer all year, uh, starting from leg uh, four, the, the last leg on PRL, and there on forward. And um, it's made a pretty big difference, man. Uh, I was using just a, a normal old stringer uh, with just the top top weight, uh, top yeah. floater. And uh, I, I really needed something that was going to allow me to let these fish swim deeper when they needed to. Yeah. Uh, typically when I'm losing these reds, it's either because I'm in super skinny water and that water's just baking hot mm -hmm. or I'm just, uh, I, I don't know if mud plays a, a part, you know, like sometimes when we paddle and we're picking up mud and I'm leaving mm -hmm. these little slick trails. I don't know if does it is there a certain point where enough of that gets in their gills that messes them up. I have True. no idea. I'm still trying to like figure this out, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but one thing is for sure is when I'm not picking up mud and I'm not in super hot skinny water, and these reds have the opportunity to get into deeper water with his stringer. Uh, man, they're just a lot more livelier, mm -hmm. and it's helped out a lot. Unfortunately, I, I had to get into some really crazy skinny waters this uh day day one uh of this tournament and i was picking up a lot of mud i did lose one but i, I kind of blame it on that because the other red i caught after that slick yeah and uh he stayed alive for a good while but the other yeah. one was just kind of turning on me and you were running and, um, uh what kayak were you running i was running the new autopilot 13.6 um, yeah. i had been using it for about two weeks just kind of trying to figure out how i want to use this in a competitive scene you know mm -hmm. i'm there's some challenges, right? I mean, you're yeah. you're using a kayak that's got a motor on it. Uh, you can't get as skinny uh, like a traditional paddle kayak, man. Um, there, there's and and that's part of my strategy is I'm in skinny water, so yeah. I had to figure a few things out. I had to uh, tweak the uh, <laughs> I had to tweak the uh, what do you call that? The kill switch so I could get in at least three inches of water now. Which is now you're talking when you say three inches. Now yeah. I'm good. I'll I'll use a motor yeah. in three inches of water, yeah. but. It still flurried up a lot of mud, you know. It's yeah. still not as silent as a paddle kayak, 
and I think that played a little bit of a role. But in in moderately deep water, anything that's oh I don't know seven eight yep. a foot deeper, uh, the AP and its uh, or the autopilot and its uh, spot lock and just everything that you can do to control it is I think puts you in good positions to catch fish yep. in in harder areas where you would have to either use an anchor or uh, a power pole and create a little mud slick. Yeah, especially could, in the wind or some current. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I played a huge role. Uh, day two was different, though. It was a little bit different for me. Uh, I didn't catch anything, but uh, that wasn't the stringer's fault. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to tend to have that problem sometimes. You know, the fish are there one day and the next day they're not. You know, it just... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply luck of the draw at times. And, you know, like you said, you had a lot more uh, pressure on the water that day with other, other kayakers in the area too. Yeah. You know, two days events, there are challenges. There's, there, there are challenges, you know, and um, it's funny, man. Uh, I go back to the PRL. I, I would always hear like a big th- uh, topic that these boaters talk about. They don't like to share the weights because yeah. of uh, pot licking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and, and there was no, let me just put this out there. There was no pot licking involved in this tournament. It was just, I think a little bit of like people shifting and going in areas where they probably were tipped off towards. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily because I was there or something. I just think people were sharing information. And the only reason I know this is because I could tell that they hadn't been there before. Yeah. An angler can always tell when another angler hasn't been to an area by yep. the way that they're fishing, you know, and um, it happens, right? The sport's growing. It's unfortunate uh, that, um, you know, there's, a little bit of etiquette, I think, that eventually has to be learned. But that takes time. You know, a lot of these anglers are good people. I've made the mistake of one time coming over an old saw and, and not using the proper etiquette. And I was corrected. I didn't say nothing. I respected it. And you know what? I fixed it. Um, and I knew how to approach a, a situations differently out of respect. And I definitely made sure not to make that mistake again, you know, because uh, I'm not trying to make enemies. You know, you want friends on the water, not enemies. Uh, so, um, day two was tough for me. Long story short, a lot more pressure on the water, uh, kind of forced me to go a little bit above and beyond. I felt like I was pre-fishing day two yeah. because I, I, I kind of got off game plan. Uh, but we did find them. I mean, I had my opportunities. I, I had, a, I found a three solid eats in the slough, but you know, sometimes when, when, when you're dealing with a, some little bit deeper water and, uh, and that fish hits, you can get burned by a redfish if you don't have the right gear ratio. You know, yeah. um, if you have a hard time slowing down your retrieval, sometimes you go with a lower gear ratio to help you out with that. But the downside of that is if a fish hits and takes off towards you underneath your kayak mm-hmm. and you're reeling, you can't catch up. Well, you never get a good hook set. So I right. lost three fish like that. Um, what gear ratio then, were you had? Did you have I don't that know, day? What is it? Four, four to one or something? It was slow. Oh, it was oh, real spin slow. Reel, maybe. Right. Yeah, spin yeah. Okay. So. Um, you know, and I don't know, it was just, I made a mistake, you know, it's plain yeah. and simple. And then I, I went hunting around, found a massive school of reds and ended up catching a couple of them, but they were all 30. One, the first one was 30 and the other one was 31 
and 0.25 or something like that. They're, they're uppers for sure. So big, I was just like, wow, well, can't do nothing here, you know. Caught an undersize, and, and that was just it, man. You know, I caught fish that day, yeah. lost opportunities, <laughs> missed opportunities rather, and um, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, dude. Right, uh, true. It, it happens, you know what I mean? It, it really does. So uh, all you can do is just give it your all. Right that's all on. you can do, you know. Tombo, any uh, thoughts on how you readjusted on day two? Uh, what played into your favor there? Um. I just keep going. Yeah. I don't sit in one place and then I, uh, okay, I've gone to one place. Okay. I've proven there's nothing but 20 inch redfish in here. I'm going to a whole different area or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, I have a plan B and a plan C. Um, and I keep moving. And then with, with my wanting to fish in, in real shallow water all the time, the adrenaline just kicks in when I see a wake or a tail come up or a blow up or something like that. And it just keeps me going. And uh, if I had to do it again, I'd do the same thing. That's that's the whole part about it. And I stayed mobile the whole time. I even found another place by accident. But that was my second fish, so that panned out. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't no 31-inch fish like Chris got. That, <laughs> that's a nice problem to have. And then two of them, geez, oh, Pete's really test your gear out with that stuff. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Uh, a seven foot six uh, spinning rod that's that's ready for like eight pound six pound test. I use a one thousand series uh, spinning reel, and because uh, I'm downsizing everything, but that's just my style. That's just what fits me. I think a couple of years ago I might have used heavy stuff and I could I could really throw it, but you know if it ain't broke I ain't fixing it. Exactly. A little more mm -hmm. on them pressured fish and stuff like that. A little more finesse presentation definitely could pay now, off. No, I would like to add one thing. If, if uh, I ever get an invite from Chris Castro, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> then, hey, uh, man, that, that goes both ways. Yep. I, can, I, can learn, oh, yeah. I can learn a lot from you, man. I can learn from everybody. And and I still feel like an amateur at this after all these years. And then but that's what makes it fun. Sure. Right on, man. Any uh, comments? Any uh Anybody you want to thank or anything? Go ahead, Tombo. We'll wrap this up here um, shortly. Foremost, uh, Mike and Jessica for putting on the contest. Yeah. Uh, you for putting on this podcast. Oh, thank you, sir. And uh, and, and all the people uh, at the weigh-in, they were just, whether they're fishing or not, they're all just, we are all just about the same. We're all good people. And uh, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. That's the big truth right there. <laughs> right on, man. Well, if I never now, if I never win anything again, not even a raffle ticket, I'm I'm happy. <clears throat> I have outdone myself. You ask anybody in my family, I was like, he he don't win that much. Was, but I was that that's just keep my nose grindstone. It's fishing, you know. Yeah. I can throw it out there, catch a I caught him too, gaff tops on the top water. <laughs> <laughs> and or I can catch a perfect sized redfish or or my best uh, trout, you know, who knows? That's what happens in saltwater. Just never know. Never know what's gonna be on the end of that line, like that big flounder you caught too. Big old joker. <laughs> that was the only live fish I had that day. Jeez, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone says, Why didn't you enter the, the flounder pot? That's the only flounder I caught all the year. I ain't gonna waste my money on that. 
I just, I just called Mike and just give him the money. You know, I don't even bother with it. If I did that. They had side spot for spots, and but I, I did the big redfish. The only because yeah. if I ever caught the big redfish, I'll be kicking myself, you know, for not entering. You know, but uh, God, it was it was a blast, and I can't wait for the next contest, and and this one next year, you know, Lord willing, I'm alive and, and able, and then drag me out of that nursing home. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. But, but, yeah. but enough, enough of that. I want to hear from Chris Castro. There you go, Chris. Take the stage. <laughs> Got anybody you want to thank? Sponsors, all that good stuff. Oh man, um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I could think a lot of things. But uh, man, what Tombo said was great. Um, going back to Mike and Jessica, uh, you know, it's not easy to to do a tournament. They're the only ones that that run this, and obviously, they've been through some obstacles uh, in the past few years with COVID and just. Uh, the industry, you know, the industry is in, in a weird spot. It's tough to be a tackle shop right now. I, c- I can tell you that because uh, I have friends all across from here, all the way up to North Texas, and it's tough, you know, and I want to thank them for, for, you know, I don't know how hard it is for them right now, honestly, personally, but I know that um, there's just, it's just tough times, you know, in general, and for them to just put this tournament together so that we could feel more normal as if there's not big issues going on in our country right now. Um, I, I just, I have to say thanks, Great point. Great point. you know? Yeah. I have to say thanks, man, because uh, I don't know, we could be doing other things, you know, but I'd rather be out there fishing win or lose, man. I think that was a great point going back to what Tombo said. It doesn't matter, man, if you win or lose. And sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll come out and say, it, you know, this year has been pretty consistent for me. I, I don't know how, how long that's going to last, you know, so for Tombo to say what he said, kind of makes me and, and or rather reminds me that you know what i just need to be happy to be out there and, and fishing and enjoy it i may have some bad years man that's all right man as long as i'm out there having fun i think that's important um and then as far as you know the, some of the companies i i, I represent you know ack they help me with kayaks and stuff like that it's all great man much appreciated uh yak gear uh, i do love to ride i'm not the best rider but i do love to ride <laughs> and um uh, thanks to all the guys out there that offer me an opportunity to do reports and, and write articles to highlight our fishery down here. But sure. uh, more more than all that, it's just the love of the game, man. Just glad yeah. to be doing it, and um, it's really about it. Yeah, y'all check Chris out, uh, Next Level Fishing TV on YouTube. It also is uh, quite a few articles that uh, come and you see in uh, Kayak Angler Magazine. Some other stuff there. Um, he's got some great content. He's a great guy, Tombo. You know, OG of the game right there. Um, you know, <laughs> we also had another tournament Saturday up on the, the upper coast there. Uh, Saltwater Survival Series had their final tournament of the year. Well, they'll have a team tournament in October, but their final uh, single angler, they had a flounder event. I was just going to read off those uh, standings real quick. Chris Quintero won with a two flounder total of 6.64 pounds. Wow. Jansen Miller had 6.02. Billy Ford in third with five and three quarter pounds. And then Kerry Beeson. From the Salty Yak podcast, he had a 5.47 two flounder stringer. And that's your top four from that event. What was that? First one? The first one, two flounder, 6.64. Two. Oh, two. Okay. That's pretty pretty decent. Yeah. 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 So, Tombo, you had two of yours, you would have won. Yeah. How how heavy was yours, Tombo? Uh, Three and three quarters. Nice. Nice. Good. Yeah. You'd have been right there. You're in the money. You just had to make the drive. Yeah, you're getting the money. <laughs> I think I caught one that was 15 inches. I would have won the flounder pot if I had entered. 
because <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody who was in the flounder pot turned into flounder. Oh, wow. Yeah, you would have blown that doors off of that with that big one, too. <laughs> yeah, well, one flounder a year don't make it. Oh, <laughs> I've caught more this year than I've caught in the last three years already. Like, they've been thick in the marsh up here around Port Lavaca. Yeah, well, like, I caught a few. I wanted to weigh it in just, just shows everybody that I did catch a flounder. Yeah, there you right. go. And I had a live made official. And I had a live hole going in the back of my truck. I had to put something alive in there. It could be a shrimp for all I cared. I'm not going to do that. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to sleep again. I'm just going to be all wired the rest of the evening. Cool deal. Well, yeah, we got, uh, speaking of ACK, one of Chris's sponsors, you know, they do have a, a rock board event coming up on October the 2nd. Uh, any of you Texas uh, listeners out there or viewers out there tuning in? um that'll be a cool event uh october 2nd uh two redfish stringer um their last one they had at san Luis pass has had a great turnout um pretty good times there too they had some great food and, and and camaraderie and everything and then uh saltwater survival series will have their team event on october the 9th and also i'm gonna shout out bayou coast uh kayak fishing club in louisiana has their fall and tide event which is a hobie world's qualifier that's coming up october the 16th and ride the bull is this coming weekend I leave tomorrow evening. I've never gone. I'm throwing artificials. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. Can, can oh, I, really? Can yeah, I'm gonna, throw, I'm gonna throw jigs, spoons, and big crankbaits and rattle traps. I'm gonna run around with a torpedo and find <laughs> some structure with the sonar. And I don't want to sit in one spot and soak bait. I, I'm just gonna <laughs> have fun. If it pays off, it does. If it doesn't, I still have fun, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on the on the cats tournament, um, it's coming to Rockport where I live at. Yeah. Anybody got any questions, whatever, y'all might guess. And then, uh, except for fishing spot. And then, but, you know, you break down or something, I have a flat tire or need some, get a hold of me. <laughs> Don't be calling for his spots. Yeah, I'll, I'll teach you how to cook fish. I'll teach you where all the restaurants are. I think, I think he drives a, a, a Jeep. So just look for a Jeep pulling a Hobie and then you'll know where he's fishing. <laughs> <laughs> what color is my Jeep? Yellow one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I just took a guess. I don't know. He was disappointed no, on that one. I, I painted the I'm kidding. Top. I painted the hard top yellow too. Yeah, Murphy color Jeep change too. So you look out for Murphy too. <laughs> He's got a newer model. He's got one of the four doors. I got an old TJ. He used to belong to my father, and then I uh, I put it all wild paint on there and made it bright, and then. And the only reason I didn't drive that the way in because the air conditioner broke. <laughs> uh, but it, it, I have fun driving it, you know. It, it kind of matches, you know. I don't have a matching kayak yet, but my kayak. What kayak are you in? I have a, a Revolution 16. Oh, Revo. Oh, that okay. thing cuts the water, too. It, and it's, uh, what I found out was, like I said, I. I uh, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I get it. Free wrap for kayak combo. Yeah, do you get a free wrap for that kayak? The one you won, are you gonna get it wrapped up? Seth Barnes. <laughs> Seth Barnes, what's up, man? Write that name down now. 
<laughs> Analog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, oh, I, man. I, I kayak because, you know, I use the Mirage Drive to get to where I want to go fishing at. And then when I go fishing in the shallow water, take the Mirage Drive out, stick it under the bungee cord, and it, it uh, spreads my weight over 16 feet instead of 13 feet like my other one did. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And the paddle's uh, a lot better. Because it's more efficient, it it's easier on me. Yes. Yeah. That's good enough. Okay. Well, I hope when I'm up there, you know, I wouldn't have guessed uh, as old as you said you were. I wouldn't have guessed it out there on the water like that. You out there messing around like that. So, Stokes, man, props on you for getting out there and staying active in the water and just enjoying that, that sport, man. It's just awesome and, and big props on the win overall for the Ray Del Mar. Chris Castro, first place on day one. Awesome job, brother. Uh, Thank you, you know, I, I hope we get to share some more tournaments and some more good times and a couple beers here coming up yeah. for the end of the year, too, before we wrap up this season. So, yeah, we've got a few more left. A few more left. We'll see how it goes. Uh, once again, thanks everybody. Thanks all the listeners tuning in, the viewers jump on here tonight. Uh, we appreciate everybody for the support. This uh, live segment brought to you by Waterloo Rod Company and Trujador Co. And we appreciate the show sponsors, everyone else, Pelican. Um, look at that. <laughs> look at the zoom in. Uh, 153 Bates, Yeah Gadget, uh, all that good stuff. Um, you know, check this out on YouTube. We got a channel on YouTube, Pal and Finn. Um, we're also part of the Waypoint TV Collective, Waypoint Outdoors. Uh, jump on there and check us out. We're on the app. You can listen to all the podcasts, all different shows, everything. So, once again, thanks everybody for tuning in uh, for this special edition of Chasing the Tide, the live version. And uh, see y'all next time. I have a quick question for you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, can, can uh, is this could be uh, like where other people can see it after the fact? Yeah, you'll still be able to jump on there and see it on the, the Paddle and Finn page and, and on YouTube also. Okay. Yes, sir. I'll send you a link over. I appreciate we'll get that. we'll get that done and you can share it and it's all on your page and do all that good stuff yeah all it's right. all good we'll take care of that but yeah chris castro thank you uh for your time this evening thank uh you. tombo thank you sorry we couldn't get eric on tonight with uh he had prior duties with the, the firehouse which is all good you know first responders uh appreciate all their hard work and effort and uh we'll catch y'all next time we're gonna try to keep this uh Keep rolling with this with our, our saltwater tournaments here. I'm going to start trying to cover some more as we have them. And then uh, if anybody out there listening, uh, other regions, areas, Atlantic side, you know, Florida, Gulf Coast, Louisiana, uh, let's get everybody on here, get up to date. We'll start sharing all these uh, tournament results uh, on the saltwater side. 10-4. All right. We out. Peace. Later.